Welcome back to Growing in His Word. God bless you guys. Man, last week we talked about the, the coming of the Son of Man. And immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened. And the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of heavens will be shaken. Wow, amazing. We see the stars will fall from heaven and powers of the heavens still be shaken. The sign of the sign of God, the Son of Man, will appear in heaven. And then, listen to this, then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And, you know, we see uh, the perspective here. Father, we come before you. We ask, Lord, that your Holy Spirit come now and teach us your word in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Welcome back to Growing in His Word. And, you know, we're looking at the uh, Matthew 24 we finished last week. And the recap today is the, you know, version of Luke, actually Luke chapter 17, verse uh, 37, where it talks about the eagles will be gathered together and the, the you know, the Son of Man will basically appear just as the eagles show up out of nowhere and it's a swiftness judgment and the son of man will come in judgment and he will judge the nations he will judge uh not you know the non-belief the non-believers he will judge the world he will he will be coming it says uh he, he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they will gather together his elect from the four winds and from the ends of the heaven to the other and he will judge the nations. And that's what's going to happen in Matthew chapter 25. And we we see the Lord coming back. We talked about this last week. The, the, the you know, the herpazo, the rapture, the caught up, uh, you know, the Greek word for herpazo to be snatched away, uh, caught up in the twinkling of an eye. We talked about how the Lord Jesus will not be confined to the desert or to some inner rooms because when Christ returns, his coming will be a spectacular that everyone will see that he has arrived. And we know that immediately after, in the chronological order to the close of the tribulation, a period that will be marked with a, you know, a monumental cosmic disturbance, we see that the heavens will be shaken. <laughs> wow, what an amazing. The stars will fall from heaven. And you're thinking, wow, this would make a great movie. <laughs> well, it's going to happen. Meanwhile, we see the enemy is deceiving the nations. He's deceiving believers. He's, look, let's recap, believers. Um, verse 22 and 23, verse 23 says, And if anyone says, do you look here as the Christ or there, do not believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will arise and they'll show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. What do we see now? We are seeing a schools brainwashing the children. Government out of control dictating the lives of citizens and forcing their worldly views upon 
believers and believers not having any choice but to be detained or arrested for things that they, why, you know, they can't control because they're caught up in this systematic one world government coming to happen soon and, you know, why we see false UFOs and false alien techniques and oh look there there's an alien it's coming Woo, body snatchers you know it's <laughs> it's it's amazing <laughs> it's amazing what non-believers will believe if they don't have the holy spirit working in their life and so jesus goes on and talks about the fig tree and he says well you know if the fig trees getting tender and puts forth leaves that, you know, you know, the summer is near. And so you also, when you see all these things, know that it's near and at the doors. And so here we have the, you know, the tree is a sign of the coming of, of the Son of God. Here it's not talking about Israel. It's talking about the coming of the Son of God. Son of man, I'm sorry. God, Jesus Christ. And Jesus went on to talk about the days of Noah in verse 24. As the days of Noah were, so also will be the coming of the Son of Man. And Jesus was re referring to the indifferences of the people of that time to the coming disaster. Okay. Now, there's nothing sinful about eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage. However, the people of the end times will be doing these things without any thought of God or the coming of judgment. And they're going to be having a good old time while they're engulfed in their sin. They don't even, they, you know, a little leaven's a lump. You know, they've compromised and compromised and compromised. And soon they won't even see the signs. They won't even see the, uh, you know, the coming of the Lord. And, in Hebrew, Uva Ashar Kahalim Shahu, and whoever this, where there are the slain, there is the vultures. The vultures will is the coming sign of the Lord, and we can now see how God is coming. Matthew twenty four verse twenty eight, and so He's bringing His angels, and He will judge the nations, and so. I'm excited, even though I, I, I maybe, uh, you know, I don't sound like it, but I, I'm very excited. I'm actually thrilled that, that God is coming back. The problem is, today people, they don't, a lot of people don't understand that the Holy Spirit is so powerful that he wants to use us and go before us and live in us. And you may think, oh, well, I have the Holy Spirit, and yeah, you know, but, uh, well, you should learn the characteristics of the Holy Spirit and let him work. And then we talked about the pre preparation of Christ's return, the oil. And we, the oil, it, you know, it's very, very important that we're ready. Believers, we need the oil for our lamps so we can lamp and light the way for non-believers. And like a thief in the night, Jesus Christ will come for the people who don't know him. And so now we see, watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. This is the parable of the talents. Listen to this in like Luke chapter 19, verse 11. 
For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. Verse 15 says, and to one he gave five talents, to another two, and, and, and then listen to this, and to another one, and to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then, verse 16 says, he who had received the five talents went and traded them, traded with them and made another five talents. Matthew 25, verse 16. And now 17. And likewise, he who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug it in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and bought and brought five other talents saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things and I will make you ruler of, of many things. I, I, you know, every day I think about this verse, believers, and I see how, you know, the wicked servant was lazy and unfaithful because he really had featured his master. He, I mean, he, he feared his master. He would at least had, uh, have deposited the money. And so this, this actual parable, okay, is very, very important, believers, because God is saying to you today, how many people will you not forcefully but lovingly bring to Christ? How many of you will be faithful to me? How many of you will stop and tell your, 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 your coworker or the people outside that are hurting that Jesus Christ died for them and he loves them and he wants a relationship with them and that they can have the Holy Spirit indwelling in them? That's what Jesus is saying. He's saying, look, it ain't about the money, but don't bury your talent. Years ago, I could have buried my talent, but I refused to bury my talent when, when I, I myself as a, you know, God's voice, not, I'm not God, but, it, you know, I guess, uh, you know, a shepherd. I was in a dry spot in my own life where, you know, I saw the Laodicea church and I ran away. And as believers, we have to face our, 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 our deals, our, our, our fears, our whatever it may be. Because fear is from the enemy. And I could have just stopped preaching and why, you know, that was it and, and leave it alone and bury it. But God, I, God said to keep going no matter what you're going through. We got to keep going. We can't bury our talents, believers. Jesus Christ made you for a reason. You're like a puzzle in his master plan. And he places you where he wants to put you. But we must be obedient so we can be placed where he wants us to be. And so the, the, little, the little things, verse 21, his Lord said to him, Well done, good, faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the city 
of your Lord. Now listen to this. God's saying, I will give you talents. And yes, the calling of God, if you're a pastor, is is irrevocable. But God here is saying, Jesus Christ here is saying, I gave you something, use it or lose it. It's like you stop doing mathematical equations and then you stop reading, you know, you go and take a test and you fail it. You weren't prepared like the lamp and the oil that we talked about last week. It's very uh, important as a believer that we continue to stay in God's word so that we know where he wants us. And so that is the key element that God has given us tools and we don't want to lose it. Look at Hebrews chapter 5 verse 11 and you'll see. And we see it. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 11. This is of whom we have many things to say and, and, and hard to be uttered. Seeing your dull hearing about this, we have much to say and it's hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. We got to continue to be about God's word, believers. We can't stop because we'll lose it if we don't use it. Although, you know, I mean, it talks about the spiritual gifts. First, First Peter chapter 4, verse 10, verse 10. And listen to this. He also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I've gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the city. Enter, enter. Into the joy of your Lord. That made God happy. Listen. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid. And And I went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours now. Like a little, you know, talent that he hid. He basically skimmed out on God. He said, I don't want to be obedient. I want to be comfortable. I want to sit here and enjoy all this money I made. And and that's it. I don't want to share God's word with nobody. I want to be, I I want to be all about me. That's what he did. He buried, he buried it, brought it back to him, and was lazy. Unfaithful servant. We see this today. Unprofitable servant. Fails to be faithful to a small task given by a master. And the servant will not share in the rewards. And, you know, the final section here talks about judgment. You know? Matthew basically called the gospel of judgment because the subject occurs so often in this book. It's here. It's going to happen. We got to get ready, believers. We can't be playing church. We can't be playing with God. We can't be taking God's money and, 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 and burying it. We can't be taking God's money from the church and begging church members and church 
uh, you know, goers for money. Yes, 10% is what God desires. But we can't sit there and beat them over the, over the pulpit with the money bag deal. It scares off non-believers. We got to love on them, man. Show God's mercy. We got to be ready, believers. Listen, man, Luke chapter 21 talks about it, 34 to 36. But watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with the dispensation and drunkenness and cares of this life. And that day come upon you suddenly like a trap, for it will come upon all who dwell on the face of the whole earth. But stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all the things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. John 5, 28. Do not marvel at this, for an hour is coming when all who are in the tomb will hear the voice and come out, those who have done good to resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. It's coming. Jesus Christ is coming, and he loves you. John 14 is the best... I've ever, oh, I love this. Listen, 14, verse 1 through 3. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you myself. And where I am, and where I am, you may be also. Look, Jesus Christ is coming. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were, you were sealed for the day of redemptions. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 30. Because our citizenship is in heaven and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself, believers, Philippians 3.20. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Colossians 3, 4. It's coming. Jesus is coming because the grace of God is here. Salvation for all people. Here we see verse 24 of Matthew 25. Then he who have received one talent came to the Lord you know, we talked about how it's 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 simple. Don't be a lazy servant. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid. I was afraid. That Satan causes fear. And and I hid the, your talent in the ground and look where you have and, and, and look, there you have what is yours now, Lord. But his Lord answered and said to him, you, you wicked, lazy servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seeds. So you ought to have deposited my money with, with the bankers. And at, at my coming, I would have received back my own interest at least. So take the talent for him and give it to him who has 10 talents. Listen. That's what he said. Jesus said this. For to everyone who has more will be given. And he will have abundance. But from him who does not even, does not have even that. Listen to this. 
For, for to everyone who has more will be given, and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away and cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. And there will be weeping and gnashing of the teeth. You see, here Jesus is saying, look, all the people who are not prepared, who are not born again, who have not received Jesus Christ, there's going to be, sadly, the whole everybody who don't have Jesus. Look, I didn't say it. He did. We'll be gnashing. There will be weeping, gnashing of the teeth. And some believers, I mean non-believers, they get upset. Listen, believers, God does not show us mercy because of our own goodness. He has every right to give us our due punishment. And it would not be cruel of him either. He's perfectly just for doing it. But because he is a just God, he had to punish sin. And that is where Christ comes in, who is the sinless lamb of God and the only one who could bear the sin of the world upon his shoulders. Because God, because of God's undeserved mercy towards us, we can now live our lives for his glory and honor. And part of that includes showing mercy and compassion and kindness towards others, just as he did towards us. And the best place to do that for us is through scripture believers. That's why Psalms 145 says, the Lord is compassionate. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. Be merciful just as your father is merciful, Luke 636. Believers, God mercy's triumphs over judgment because judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful mercy triumphs over judgment james 2 13 it's when we receive the holy spirit that is when christ can work in us he can go before us it's 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 awesome believers He's doing it now while we're alive. First Peter chapter 1 verse 2 3. God gives out of his great mercy. Praise to be, listen, praise be to the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ and his great mercy. He has given us new birth into the living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. He's preparing. He's preparing his way. He's telling us now that we're alive. This is what I have for you. Take it. Take it. It does not therefore depend on human desire or effort, but on God's mercy and grace. He's merciful. Listen, believers, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as appropriation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance, he had passed over former sins. Our sins put him on the cross. Romans 3.23 God is in love with you, but he's coming. And Everyone who has more will be given and he will have abundance. But from him 
who does not have even that, it talks about the, 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 the ones who are not ready will be will have the gnashing in the teeth. You can't say when you're gnashing in the teeth, I didn't have time. I didn't have time. You did. God's calling you now for grace, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And it, that this is not your own doing. It is a gift of God, not a result of work, so that no one may boast. Ephesians 2, 8, 9. But Jesus Christ is coming, and he's in love with you. And the Son of Man will judge the nations. And verse 31 says, When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all his holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his holy glory, and all the nations will be gathered before him, and, it will, and he will separate the ones from another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats, and he will set the sheep in his right hand, but the goats on the left, and the king will say to those on the right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, and then inherit the kingdom. Prepare for you from the foundations of the world, for I was hungry, you gave me food. I was thirsty, you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. They served him. Then the righteous will answer saying, Lord, when did you, when did we, listen to this. Then verse 37 says, then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in our naked and clothe you? Or, when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, As surely I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Then he will also say to the one on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil. And his angels, for I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not take me in. Naked you do, naked you did not clothe me. Sick in prison you did not visit me. Listen. Then they also will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry? or thirsty, or stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister to you. Then he will answer them, saying, Surely I say to you, inasmuch as you did not do it, do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into everlasting punishment, into the right, into the, but the righteous into eternal life. Listen, believers, churches, Feed the hungry. Visit the prisoners in prison. Help them. Feed them. Do it. Or go to hell. Because that's what God's saying. I never knew you. Because believers, churches that won't feed you when you're down and out, pastors who will not help you when you're down and out, Churches who will not clothe you when you're down and out and they have the money. When the Son of Man comes in His glory, like it says in Daniel 7, 13 and on, and Revelation 5, Revelation 5, 9, 
he is going to judge these shepherds and he's going to he's going to separate them from the sheep and the goat and he's going to say you are not one of mine you may preach the pretty itchy mirror itchy message to this church but you are not one of mine and you are gone you're going to hell so enjoy your pulpit glory now enjoy your pulpit enjoy your false teaching your itchy ear your smiley face the money you collect and when it rains and pours you when it, when the floods come and the, like the son of man in Jude chapter 1 coming like Noah as the days of Noah you will know this that you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven today so all you pastors listening to this sermon right now know this you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven because you didn't clothe me you didn't feed me remember me when I came to you and I had nothing Remember the car I was driving in when I was homeless. Remember the children I had in my car and the food when I was hungry. Why, you wouldn't even feed me. You tossed me to the Mormon or the Jehovah. And you said we have nothing, be warm and be filled. Oh, woe unto you while you burn in hell. Father, we come before you. We pray for the false teachers, the false teachers, the false churches. And we pray that a uprising of uh, believers come now and understand the true teaching of your word, Father, through your mercy, your grace, and your Holy Spirit. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you what you did on Mount Golgotha. And we love you, Jesus. We, we want more of you. We want to decrease while you increase. We love you, Father. We thank you for your word in Jesus' name. God bless you guys. And we'll see you next week as we go through Matthew chapter 26, the plot to kill Jesus. God bless you guys.